Welcome in this episode number seven of the podcast IoT Decoded, the podcast about LP1 technologies. The LP1 are the low power wide area networks. In this episode, uh, we are going to talk about uh, a different new module that are available on the market. It's an episode where we're going to have a, a lot of small topics, more than a, a big one. Uh, and I, I will have some word also about the really great uh, TTVC conference, the virtual conference uh, made by the Sync Network. Uh, and we are going to uh, try to not talk a lot about uh, COVID. <laughs> I know that that's the main uh, news, but uh, we try to talk about something different, even if I, I will give you some more on this later. So um, I was talking about uh, the new STM32WL chip in the last uh, Uh, podcast episode uh, and I was saying that the chip is not I mean is not yet really available currently and so on and we're gonna have to wait a lot of time before getting it but now it's available yes I was being able to uh, buy one this morning uh, on Avnet uh, website so it exists it's available you can order some and it's not expensive uh, we had a lot of questions about the price because it was supposed to be really 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 low and, and yes it It's, it's quite low. I mean, we have a strong uh, STM32 MCU plus a Semtech I mean, equivalent radio uh, um, component on, on, on the die. And um, the cost in, uh, I mean, not big volume, it's uh, two, uh, 2,000 uh, units. It's for the big one around five uh, euro and for the small one around three uh, euro. Uh, so, yeah, that's really not expensive. That's really interesting. The, the question I have now is uh, to, to see what is the, the total cost of this is, I mean, we need uh, uh, at least to have a TCXO or, and, and maybe some uh, different component around. Uh, so the price is going to be a, a bit higher and it's, it's going to be interesting to compare this with uh, the model price we have um, currently but it seems uh, really 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 interesting uh, um, maybe also because it's a it's a really strong mcu uh, in, inside the chip so um, i've seen also that a dev kit is soon available i saw the conference yesterday uh, and the singular conference uh, showing the 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 kit and so now i want to have it so please deliver leave free that kit for for us to be able to buy it and and make a try with it because i'm really happy to have bought some of the the chips but that's a really small bga component So uh, making a board uh, to have a breakboard and uh, and solder it, I'm quite sure it's going to be a big mess. <laughs> so I really would like to get a, a kit to to simplify this, and maybe why not a module? Uh, if uh, if the circuitry room is a bit complex, it can be really uh, easier for for design uh, on a, a small small volume. So uh, let's tune with that. But that's really really good. In the Sigfox environment, we also have a new chip. This new chip is a is a uh, it, it was a Wisel. Now they have changed their name, and it's now it's a Xiangji. 
So I was, I mean, why is always more easy to, to remember to say? So Xiongli uh, module, um, and, and this module is one more <laughs> blue energy stack plus S2LP uh, Monarch model. So one more. Uh, um, I, I was waiting for that one. Uh, the main reason is that in terms of form factor, is a bit smaller than the other, I mean, a bit different. So that's... In, better for me because the main issue I see with all the Monarch module I see on the market is that they are expensive. That's one issue. And the other ones are really big. So uh, if you, you have an IoT design that wants to be a small and to fit a, a small box or, or, or things like this, uh, I mean, it, you, 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 you cannot put something as big as, uh, as we see on the market. And, uh, and so that's quite limiting. Uh, for this reason, uh, the, the Weisel was interesting to me as a form factor, uh, soon smaller in my point of view. I can't uh, give you a good feedback of this module because I just uh, bought uh, one on Yadom website uh, 10 days ago and I, I just get it yesterday. Uh, so it's on my desk, but uh, it's uh, still not open. Uh, but for sure, uh, you will find a, a post um, with detail on, uh, on the use of this module soon on www.discan1.com. So uh, yeah, check check this website. You you will get more updates. Um, I'm I'm really a bit disappointed about the, the module market in uh, in the Sigfox area currently, uh, because uh, I see that currently we have a lot of new models coming with uh, uh, Blue Energy and uh, S2LP solution supporting Monarch. And as I say, they are big, they are quite expensive, and uh, maybe they are providing feature that is not needed in a lot of use cases. I mean, I really love the Monarch technology. It's something really interesting when you are doing asset tracker with no GPS stuff, okay? But if you want to add Sigfox in something that is not moving out from a zone, it's just no interest. Um, it, it's really good to have multi-zone support because uh, uh, if you create a device, you, you want to be able to sell it in different uh, zones. As that's something really mandatory today. But the Monarch feature itself, it's really addressing some specific use case. And we don't need for, for everything. And, and currently on the market, we have this big module with Monarch and all that stuff. They are big, expensive, and so on. And they are all the same design, basically. So there is not, uh, I mean, there are a lot of providers, but not a lot of choice at the end. And on the other end, um, we only have really pretty old uh, module. This module generally only cover one zone or sometimes two zones, and the solution are uh, disappearing one after all. So I mean, uh, uh, we still have the on semi design, which is really old now, um, with uh, covering on, uh, only one zone uh, at a time. So based, it can be a, a Weisel solution or the on semi SCIP. They are limi limited today. Uh, microchip at the dual zone solutions, they are stopping uh, making it. So at the end, when you look at the uh, Sigfox ecosystem for, for uh, I mean, not expensive, small and multi-zone module, the only choice you have is to get a Semtex stack, which is <laughs> a, bit, uh, a bit surprising. But when I was looking for choosing a module for my uh, uh, in-progress development, I think that the best choice I have is a Murata uh, module that is able to uh, cover Sigfox in all the zone and able to uh, work also in LoRaWAN. 
And uh, finally, it's not really expensive compared to a uh, Blue Energy STM, uh, Blue Energy S2LP solution. So, um, yeah, and my point of view, it's a bit disappointing. I mean, I have nothing against <laughs> uh, having the ability to be on LoRaWAN and, uh, and Sigfox. I mean, it's a plus. But honestly, I would prefer to have a module which costs uh, two or three euro less and only supporting uh, Sigfox when I want to make a Sigfox device. So I think there is something missing and, and that's I mean, something I would like to share in this uh, podcast episode is that please, uh, module, uh, module creator, uh, you should work on something that is uh, smaller, that is less expensive, and that uh, is able to support uh, um, Sigfox, uh, multi-zone, but not necessarily with uh, with Monarch. I I'm really waiting for the HT Micron solution, which is really smaller. Uh, it supports also Monarch, that's cool. L let's see what will be the price. But uh, I mean, uh, currently they have not yet delivered something available in production, so it's a, it's a running a bit late. So let's see how this will is going to be evolved. But uh, I mean, uh, in the Sigfox era, I'm I'm a bit afraid that we had on one side a, a high-end product, expensive, big, and so on, and on the other side the ultra low cost, which is really limiting. And in the middle, there's less and less things, and um, yeah, that's uh, a bit frightening me today. Uh, so I'm finished by complaining about uh, <laughs> the module environment. Let's talk about something that was really, really, really good this week. Uh, it's uh, the Zessing Virtual Conference. Um, I really appreciated this event. I followed uh, it uh, yesterday. I had the chance to be uh, in vacation yesterday, and so I've been able to uh, to follow all the conference uh, while doing some hacking stuff in parallel. But uh, uh, that was really, really good, and I've seen a lot of really uh, good content. Uh, so there was a lot of interesting topic about uh, uh, STM32WL, for example. Um, where one was the uh, older presentation made by ST on the last event, but the other one on the, the, the new kit was very interesting. The presentation that has been made also uh, by Nicolas uh, of the LR110, uh, which is a, a really interesting SEMTECH new um, device with a SDR including, allowing to uh, um, listen for satellite, uh, listen for Wi-Fi, uh, Mac and so on for asset tracking. It's uh, also a really interesting uh, solution. Uh, it's, uh, I mean, it's a hardware sold with the services, something I don't really, really like, but, uh, but yeah, in terms of technology, that's really cool and really powerful. So something to, uh, to, to follow also. And I've seen really nice content, like I think I really spent a good time listening from uh, Fabien Ferrero about antenna tuning. It was a, a really great uh, presentation. If you are doing uh, antenna design or IoT and you want to understand the antenna uh, stuff around, that was really good talk. Also seen a, a really good talk from uh, Jose Marcelino about the Roa One Solar Getaway. It's a topic uh, I was really interested in as uh, I'm uh, I'm hacking some uh, really low cost uh, um, solar powered getaway for Roa One. So it was good to uh, have the, the what uh, 
some someone who is doing a professional version industrial version of this kind of uh, solution uh, could uh, could tell and uh, there's lots of things to to learn by listening uh, him uh, and so I, i've seen so many conferences one also i think on microchip and the secure elements it, it was also really interesting I mean, security element, I, I'm not a fan of this kind of solution, but it's sometimes really interesting. And the problem is that this kind of solution is uh, usually uh, really uh, complex to uh, put in place. You have to be a big industrial uh, uh, with uh, with uh, 100,000 of device to make and so on to interest the, this kind of ecosystem. But microchip is addressing a solution uh, you can start to uh, deploy with only 10 units. So even uh, hackers that want to play with With a, with a secure element and understand how it works, uh, you can you can do it with a microchip solution, which is uh, something really good. And there was a really good workshop with uh, all the um, detail on how to implement this. So was cool. Was a really cool event. So thank you guys from uh, the Sing Network and the Sing industry to organize this event. I think it's uh, a good example of, of things we can do even with, if we are. Uh, at home and we have to stay at home a really good opportunity to learn and, and what i really like with this virtual element events is that uh, um, more than the event itself it's all the content that has been produced by all the different speakers and that is now available on youtube and publicly available and so uh, you can uh, see that but also all the new people that are uh, entering the iot domain in the coming years or coming months uh, will be able to uh, learn from all this conference and that's cool i, I really love this uh, spirit of uh, openness and, and sharing so as the other uh, information on sigfox ludovic sorry lemore has published uh, his book it's a zero g so good good title uh, i can't tell you uh, currently a lot of about, about the book because it's like the the searching uh, uh, module it's on my desk <laughs> but i've only read uh, two pages i'm really out of time uh, currently so i will read it and i will uh, give you some command but Uh, if you want to um, see what is uh, ID uh, that Ludo have for uh, IoT in the future and how uh, the DRG can can change the world, uh, I mean you should uh, you should read that book. Okay. Um, Or still on a Sigfox uh, news, Russia is now open. Uh, so it's now we have 70 countries uh, covered by Sigfox, which is really, really great. And I think the value of the GROZ is basically related to the number of the percentage and mean of territories that are covered. And so every new country is, uh, is making all the ecosystem uh, growing and, and getting more and more value. Uh, so it's really cool. And Russia is a, is a really uh, big uh, country. Uh, so it, it's, I mean, it makes sense in terms of, uh, of low, uh, long range, uh, low power, I think. And uh, it's also something really important in terms of, uh, of worldwide coverage. 
so that's cool. Uh, so great news on uh, on that side, and uh, another news, uh, and I, I'm really um, proud to, um, to 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 give that news is that the uh, the ultra low cost device that has been uh, introduced by Sigfox uh, in uh, in the uh, last year event, so at the uh, end of the year, uh, was published for uh, working in Europe, and uh, I've been able to make it working from North America. So uh, on uh, nine uh, nine fifteen megahertz, but also at a higher speed, which is six hundred bit per second, and so it means that this ultra low power solution, an ultra low power sorry ultra low cost solution, and the ultra low cost means a full device around one dollar. A full device, not the price of the component, but the price of the device uh, out of the factory. Okay, so that device uh, can be around one dollar, and this uh, design uh, works in Europe, Africa, and all the uh, FCC zone, but also on the FCC zone. So that's really promising in terms of things we can do. And finally, the only area where it should not work uh, is uh, the country where we need to have listen before talk um, communication uh, because uh, the ultra low cost uh, device do not support uh, reception. So, I mean, we can tweak that by adding extra component, but the price will be also higher. So uh, if, uh, with the current design, uh, that's the only limitation we have uh, currently. So great news. I'm happy to share that with you. Uh, and I'm happy to have seen working uh, as uh, I made the, that design. Um, to conclude, to conclude some word about COVID, <laughs> because I, I think we need that. No, um, some word about COVID, because um, I, I've seen that the uh, IoT ecosystem um, uh, is something really interesting in, in, in this kind of, uh, of situation, uh, in a kind of pandemic, as it's um, the IoT uh, solution are a good uh, way to get a lot of data from everywhere. Uh, a global network is also a way to uh, uh, find, to get all this data coming from everywhere and to um, put them all together uh, to be able to have uh, a kind of satellite view of what is happening. So uh, that's that's something where we can really innovate. We have seen a lot of uh, uh, examples which are more local actions that have been uh, um, deployed uh, with the IoT solution, like I've seen a push button that has been produced and deployed in a really short uh, term uh, to hospital to uh, help uh, them in uh, uh, putting in contact uh, the, 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 the person in the hospital with, uh, with uh, the doctors and so on. Um, we uh, also have seen uh, asset tracking used to uh, uh, secure, to follow all the different equipment uh, needed for, for this pandemic management. But there is a lot of things to do. I've proposed an idea on my website. You can check that about uh, monitoring temperature uh, globally. And, and thanks to this, being able to uh, watch uh, where the, the illness is and where uh, it, and how it moves uh, to eventually detect uh, a small signal or making here on that stuff and so on. So there is some interesting things to do for really low cost. I mean, that's what is really interesting is that uh, uh, there is data we cannot capture today uh, and, and thanks to uh, the 0G technology, 
uh, with uh, a, a less than a dollar, uh, we can add the capability of a sensor to communicate and to report information. And even if each of the information has not a big value, if we can deploy that to a, a massive uh, environment, to a lot of uh, different um, places, uh, people, and so on, uh, this information at this scale can be really valuable to uh, anticipate, uh, to fight against uh, a virus like, uh, like that one. So that's promising for the coming days, coming weeks, coming months uh, about the development of uh, IoT, in my point of view, uh, to, uh, to anticipate and manage uh, the next crisis. And we also see that because there is a lot of contest around uh, uh, creating solution uh, for the future or for that pandemic. Uh, and, and I think uh, about one of the contexts, which is a uh, Axter context, contest, uh, you can also uh, join it through uh, Arduino Create, I think. And, uh, and so that's a, a contest for to develop solution uh, to fight against uh, the pandemic or, or to prevent it or, or to help when the confinement uh, will end it and, and so on. So take a look to that if you have some time and want to ask something that's interesting to propose an idea or to join a, an existing uh, ID. We are at the end of this episode. I hope that you had a, a good time uh, at home listening to me. Um, I, I really hope that for the next episode, we're going to be free to go outside. Uh, and uh, until that time, uh, it's really important. Stay home and hack a lot.